0: Welcome back, Uh, guys and girls, headbangers, rockers, thrashers, death metalers. Here we go with a rock band, with a Texas rock band by the name of Love and War. Uh, We have John Adams with us, and uh, this great talent and the band Love and War have just signed with Animated Insanity Records. You guys should check them out live. These guys are an awesome band. They've opened up for tons of bands. Uh, They've opened up for Night Ranger. They've worked with, uh, they're good friends with Dangerous Toys. uh, jason mcmaster who has been on our show and a big shout out to jason if you're listening to this podcast so uh, anyways let's go to the interview with mr john adams of love and war enjoy so you guys just signed with animated insanity records right uh, that's correct yeah congrats on that can you talk to us thank about you
1: that? man Yep. Yeah, thank you uh we're really excited uh ben's been working hard um trying to get something for us uh you know we have we've been having our feelers out for quite a while <clears throat> you know things were really on a roll for us when uh we released the record in you know february of 2020 and then man dude you know the next month COVID hit yeah <laughs> it, it just it just screwed everything up i mean we were having really good record sales in overseas you know and all throughout europe and uh, and all of a sudden, everything just tanked, man, and screwed it all up. But we're we're excited. This is another opportunity for us. We're, we're giving another push uh, before we put out another record, and hopefully, uh, you know, this this uh, this ink and this deal with them. Uh, you know, it's just basically a distribution deal, and it'll get a lot of uh, our record out in, in Europe and stuff. So we're excited.
0: Wow, very cool. So uh, you guys yep. are from Houston, right? Yeah,
1: we are. We're from Houston. Yeah.
0: Wow, very cool. Texas Pride. Awesome.
1: Amen, dude. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good rock and roll out of, out of Texas. You know, it's, uh, it's about time, you know. It, but, you know, unfortunately, though, you know... <laughs> It's just our kind of music that we love so much that we grew up with, man. It's just so hard trying to get it out there, and it's just the same group of people. You know, we all we're all like a brotherhood. You know, we we all love this music, and you know, we're we're gonna die with this music. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I just I wish it was mainstream again, bro. You know, I I really do. But unfortunately, you know, guys like us, we're gonna keep it rolling. We're gonna keep it going. We're gonna have fun. I mean, right now we're just playing. We're playing for us, and we're playing for each other. And uh, you know, as long as uh, we're happy and we, we got that group of people out there that love this type of music, then uh, that's all that matters.
0: I mean, I, I heard you guys uh, on YouTube, a couple of live videos, and and I heard uh, uh, the last album, uh, Age of the World. So by that, you mean uh, like the type of genre or, or like 80s, 90s, or what do you mean by that? Like the, the crowd? Well,
1: for, well, for me, yeah. I, I'd like to think that we're a little bit more late 70s, early 80s rock. I mean, yeah. most of our influences are like bands like UFO and Judas Priest. and. Yeah you know that kind of that kind of era of rock man you know from from the late 70s and stuff and uh that's but you know i I don't i don't consider us at all hair metal you know what i mean Uh, i think hair metal came later on in the 80s but um um, I, i just like to think we're more like a like a classic rock sound yeah but 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 with a but with you know that kind of you know, dockin vibe or, you know, or maybe a little Priest vibe, you know, but you, you could tell by listening to our music, our, our influences and they, they show, you know.
0: So talk to us about the, the your latest album, the, the latest, and, last one, yeah, uh, Age of the World.
1: Yeah, we recorded this um, in, um, it's just south of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, there's our good friend Greg Gill, matter of fact, who joined our band. Uh, yes. He was the guitar player for Z Lot Z for many years. Hmm. Um and uh he has a studio up there endeavor studios and uh it took us a, took us a few years to record it um basically because of you know it's an 11-hour drive and between his schedule he was a, te- a teacher at the time yeah between his schedule and our schedule commuting back and forth i mean but we took our time you know and greg is a great producer he's got a killer ear and uh, so you know we finally you know got it got it put out and unfortunately the timing was really bad but um you know it's something uh you know it was a uh, work in progress for us you know and uh we were so happy to get it out and, and uh you know with everything that happened with covid we're you know right now we're just trying to give it one last good push you know before we put out another record but uh we, you know edge of the world is uh you know it's a great great record for us um it's a it's a, it's a group of songs some of the songs we've had for a little while uh the I would say there's two or three on here that we we've had for quite a while years you know and we finally got to put them on the record and uh the rest of it is you know basically new material from the, the last couple of years before we recorded it and uh so uh, yeah. we're we're
0: some good stuff i heard oh, thanks it. man Thank Bad, you. badass stuff yeah so uh, awesome, dude. talk to us about the decision to to hire or add on greg i mean i know he's a talented uh, uh co-producer and engineer for your last two albums but uh, why him? Why, was there other uh, choices? Or, or?
1: Well, no, there really wasn't, man. Uh, really, the way that all came to be was, um, you know, we never really wanted to have another guitar player. And, you know, I've always been a one guitar player guy. I mean, I've played with other guitar players before, but, you know, just for me, it's just something I've always been used to do. And um, Greg, you know, me and him are, are like, you know, we're, we're so close and we've known each other for, for so many years, you know, and yeah um it just one time he was like well you know you guys should let me come on stage and play we were doing a thing here it was a it was a benefit thing um in houston and he came down yeah. so he since he was here he was staying at my house and he goes well man let's let me work out a song with you guys and get on stage and play and we're like well hell yeah you know we never even thought about that before never even dawn i said man we'd love to have you so me, me and him worked out a couple of songs and then he came on stage with us and we were like holy shit you know, that that's that's what the, we were missing is that, you know, that extra rhythm, you know, guitarist and, uh, you know, some dual leads that I can come in on. It kind of gave us more of that, um, you know, Judas Priest vibe. Yeah. you know, KK and, you know, and, but, uh, um, you know, so now it was like, wow. And then we did we did one show with him. We opened up for Night Ranger here in Houston and everybody just loved it. They were like, man, you know, it's improved your sound. You know, Greg's you know it's just a great musician and, and we're excited to have him and uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad it worked out
0: awesome well wow. now you got that dual guitar thing like you say yeah nice,
1: absolutely and the cool thing about that is when i'm already writing songs for our next record and um you're going to hear a lot more of that on the new record you're going to hear a lot more of him and a lot more dual harmony thing and uh with him him doing his own stuff and so we're, we're excited
0: yeah that was one of my questions have you started writing for a, a new record you know
1: yeah, yeah i have um i you know i I've got a, a, a whole bunch of ideas on my A-track, you know, and a lot of them I'm trying to sort through some of the riffs that I have, and uh, I've already pieced together like three, possibly four, and other ones I just have other ideas, and Greg's been emailing me some riffs uh, that, we're, that we're trying to piece together. So, yeah, things are, things are rolling right along, and if everything goes well, we'll we should be in the studio, uh, you know, hopefully by the end of summer, possibly, is what we're hoping on.
0: Nice, wow
1: Yep Some
0: new, new love and war
1: Yeah man, let's hope so it, It's gonna happen But it's just a matter of You know, when we can We can all get together and do it But uh, hopefully if all goes well It'll it definitely bite how,
0: uh, uh, how about a music video? Uh, do you guys have any plans for a music video?
1: Well actually, check this out There's a guy in Poland he did a uh, he did a lyric video for "We All We All Fall Down" off okay. of Edge of the World, and we've got it. It came out great. He did a really good job on it. And what we're trying to do, and Greg and his wife, they do editing and stuff. So we've got some live footage from Greg with Greg uh, from the Night Ranger show. So they're going to try to edit it in there. So, and then we're gonna release it. So yeah, it's weird you brought that up. So we do have one and the guy in Poland is doing another one for us off the edge of the world. Another lyric video. And uh, we're also going to do the same thing with some with from that song with the live footage. And then we're going to get together, do some still shots and uh, some other stuff with Greg. But that was just the thing when we originally I sent We All Fall Down to him and he was doing it. This is before Greg got in the band. Now that Greg's in the band, it was like, well, we got to have him in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have the live footage. We get, we need to do some more uh, photography with him, some more promo shots and stuff and, and put some still shots in the video. So that's something we're working on.
0: Wow. Very cool. Yep. yep so uh, I saw you guys uh, did a gig do a gig with uh, Dangerous Toys uh, yes yeah, Lake yeah. how did that go
1: it went great okay now Jay, uh, uh, Jason Jason uh, yeah uh, our uh, Ray Ray Solis our um, uh, bass player Jason came to Houston and married uh, him and his wife oh wow because yeah he's in a, uh, he's a, a, a minister actually uh, he, he has a license where he can he can do that so really he came, yeah he came to Houston when they got married a couple a few years back and uh, w- there was a big wedding and we had Michael Sweet there Michael Sweet actually came in and uh, played music and we had the Love and War go on stage and Michael sang some songs really with wow. us, which was yeah which was really cool we got it I actually got it on video um, so wow. we'll, we, you know we'll probably put that out on our website but we haven't done any of that yet but um, you guys should wow, yeah. wow. cool Yeah, but Jason. Jason's been a longtime friend of ours. We've I've known him probably for twenty some years. Uh, You know, he uh, he's really good people, and um, his band is great. Paul Paul Lydell's a great guy, killer guitar player. So we, yeah, that it went really fantastic.
0: Wow. Yeah, I I talked to Jason. uh, I wouldn't say about two years ago. I Mm -hmm. interviewed him for the show too, and yeah, just like you said, he's a real down to earth guy and very very cool. You know, very cool guy. Absolutely. Yep. Dangerous Toys. I'm a big fan, too, of Dangerous Toys and Hellacious yeah, Acres they, and all that stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're still, man, they're still bringing it live, too, man. They, they, they sound great.
0: Awesome. So, uh, yeah. let's talk about you. At what age did you pick up a guitar?
1: Well, I was 12. And the way that all that happened, I'm the youngest of six kids. I got two older brothers, and then I got three sisters. So, my middle brother was playing it in 1975, okay, and in, well, no, it was 1976 actually. Force it had already come out, and I was 12 years old at the time. So he was playing Force it, and at the time, one of my best friends, uh, him and his brother, play guitars, and I'd always go over there, and they would they'd be playing acoustic guitars and stuff. And I thought well, that'd be really kind of cool. But something, man, happened. Something clicked in me when I heard Force it by UFO. I heard yeah. Michael Shanker play guitar. Yeah. When I heard Michael Shanker play guitar, it just like I want to play guitar. Like, you
0: know, that,
1: <laughs> man that that music right there just appealed to me so much and mike and ever since then michael shanker yeah he's always been my favorite guitar player out from day one when when i picked up the guitar you know and i I don't know if you know but i also have a ufo tribute band called lights out we've been together now for about 21 years
0: i've heard about that yeah so that's your band okay
1: yeah we play san antonio every once in a while i have to send you i know it's quite a quite a haul but um if we, we can get back up there, I'll send you a message and maybe you can come up on the weekend and... and uh, yeah, for sure, me. yeah.
0: I'm just two hours away from San Antonio, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: not bad at all, yeah.
0: Yeah, let me know, but, for sure.
1: Absolutely, but yeah, I mean, for me, that was that was the defining moment and I was living in Richmond, Virginia at the time and and then probably about five, six months after that, I you know, I, I was playing my friend's acoustic guitar, you know, and I, he was showing me chords and stuff and then we moved to Houston from Richmond, Virginia and then when I got here, um i got my first guitar you know and then when i got yeah. my first guitar you know i just you know man it was all about you know ufo and led zeppelin and joe perry i love joe perry with aerosmith and you know you know that same kind of 70s rock vibe you know and uh we you know and i just never looked back i just used to lock I used to smoke some good weed man i'd lock myself <laughs> in the bedroom and yeah. just play guitar man that?
0: <laughs> wow very cool <laughs> yeah so uh give us your best gig so far and your, your worst gig so far
1: oh Wow. <laughs> well, in 1984 we played with the Pat Travers band in front of about 4,000 some people at the Astro Arena in Houston. Wow. That was probably one of the best gigs ever, man, just to see all of those people and you know that was just that's always stuck with me as one of the best gigs that uh, that we'd ever had. Another one was when we played with Rat Nice. At um, uh. at the House of Blues, and that was a sold out House of Blues, and just the sea of faces, and you know we we were having a great night, you know, and everybody was just applauding, you know what I mean? It's when you see all those people, you know, and yet you're in that intimate kind of atmosphere with that yeah. many people, and they're all digging your music. I mean, it, it man, that's a fucking rush, you know what yeah. I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: wow. Uh the worst, the worst show ever. Um, we did a show with Lillian Axe, and okay. I had the flu oh wow yeah and i just said man i'm not gonna cancel the gig i'm not gonna cancel the gig and man i was running a fever and it i mean it just took every inch of my freaking you know energy to just <laughs> get myself through that and that was just horrible for me you know i, I mean i kept I, a couple of times i dropped to a knee because i was getting these head rushes from the heat and that fever and but i just said man that's just me i i never i never cancel a show man i mean if i unless you know i'm fucking in my deathbed i'm, I'm gonna play
0: <laughs> yeah you're a, a true fighter a true metalhead yeah
1: man absolutely awesome. all in the name of rock and roll brother
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome so uh, give us musicians uh, a quick rig rundown uh what equipment do you use live in, in the studio is it the same or
1: yeah pretty much um i got endorsed by diamond Ampl- amplification okay um back you know i don't know what was it 2010 something like that and uh i play through um i have two phantoms um that i I typically play with uh i just recently um i've got also two let's see i've got a couple jcm 800s yeah those are nice yeah Uh, yeah um what else do i have uh i got an eggnator i really like to believe it or not it's a great amp but in the studio i played through the phantom uh i played through the diamond phantoms nice. and that's what yeah I mean, that's what i play live they're, they're great amps
0: do you have any uh pre-gig uh, rituals uh, any warm-up deals or or anything before you go on stage you know
1: um, yeah, I definitely have to warm up and I'll, I'll, i usually try to be by myself. I don't, I just don't, it bothers me when there's people around talking and, you know, and you're trying to focus and, 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 get your head right and get it straight, get ready to, to, to go on stage. And I always try to, you know, take myself away from that and find some place. If it's at a show, I'll go in a back room or something. But yeah, I just, I sit down and I just, I just run through some, some, so, some solo stuff, you know, not really scales or anything, but yeah. just solos from some of the songs I have and, and just warm up you know if I, if I can get about 15-30 minutes in of warming up man I'm good to go but besides that and then I always like to have a beer or two and then you know, yeah. but that's it you know that's, that's all I'll drink you yeah, know you but gotta relax yeah. Just yeah absolutely and, uh, but yeah that's pretty much it
0: wow very cool so give us your favorite song to play live
1: favorite song to play live um, probably the title track Edge of the World nice that, that's, that's on the new record
0: yeah um, I heard it it's badass yeah
1: yeah, I really like that song. Um, it was one uh, that you know has a lot of meaning for me because uh, I remember when I was writing it and what I was going through at the time, and and then I came up with the chorus line, and we, I remember Jeff was struggling with the with trying to light write lyrics to it, you know, and uh, I had wrote the chorus already, and then all of a sudden he just came up with the idea, and and, and then boom, it all came together, and so that that that's probably my favorite.
0: So, uh, who writes the lyrics? Do you do some of the lyrics, and, and you wrote? I do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Like on the record, um, I wrote "We All Fall Down." I wrote, I wrote the lyrics and the music. Of course, I, I wrote "Part uh, um, of Mercenary Man." Um, I wrote the chorus to "Edge of the World." Oh. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we we kind of split, but most of the time. Um, I mean, I'll come up with a chorus or something. Jeff always writes the verses, but in some songs I'll write the verses. But uh, yeah, we, we coordinate together.
0: So, what's next for for the band? What can fans expect? Where can we see you guys uh, next?
1: Okay, we are playing. Uh, we're opening up for Ace Freely. Nice, um, wow. Yeah, that's gonna be. I uh, hope I'm getting this right. I Very think it's cool. May nineteenth. But um, yeah, I mean, if you if you go to our face, go to like our Facebook page or uh, Love and War dot um, our, our website. You can kind of get an idea of uh, what what's going on with us okay. in the future, but yeah. But right now, it's just uh, we have Ace freely. That was we've had a couple of shows lined up, but you know, the co- COVID has canceled everything. So now yeah. the shows are starting to come back around. So there'll be some more stuff coming up for us that you know, hopefully, uh, you know, by the summer.
0: So loveandwar.com dot com and uh, loveandwar on Facebook. Where can people find you guys?
1: Um, well, if you we're if bas- uh, you can find our music on any any of the streaming services we're we're on pretty much all of them you can find us uh, even our record on on YouTube Uh, we're also on Reverb Nation if you Mm want to hear our music you can hear both CDs on our Reverb Nation page also too of course Facebook uh, Love and War um and uh, yeah, that, that's it. We have that website too. You can always go in. But uh, mostly, everybody it just seems everybody's always on Facebook. You know, we're we're right. trying to we're, we're trying to right now. We're working. I'm working with Ben on getting an Instagram page up. Uh, um, yeah. So that's another that's another way you you can kind of see what's happening.
0: Would you like to send a message to the the rock fans listening to this podcast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say keep your head up high, keep rocking, and support live music.
0: Awesome. Thank you, John. Thank you for your time, and uh, we appreciate that, and uh, we hope to see you on the road soon. Let me know whenever you guys play in San Antonio or, or, you know, wherever in Texas, you
1: know? You got it, brother. I will. Let's keep in touch.
0: Great, talented musician from Texas, John Adams, and we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you for being a part of our podcast and this interview. Thank you for making time, and wish you all the best with Love & War, a great talent with a huge future here. Uh, You guys should check him out live if you're close to texas or wherever you hear of love and war go check them out man they just added uh the second guitarist greg gill and of course uh, as uh, as john said they're about to hit the studio very very soon and hit you guys up with a video a music video for you guys and hit you up with a music video so anyways on behalf of myself thank you guys for joining us don't forget to subscribe share download and don't forget to keep it metal <laughs> middle interview